It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. What a play by Tony Walter. Desmond with his 15. Check swing roller. Check swing roller. That was a rocket ship taking off. This ball is long gone. Holbrook Blackman were tied. Tulowitzki. Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Rockies podcast on your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Jenna Garcia, here again, another episode. You know, we're trying to do this whole coverage of sports thing without sports thing. But luckily for us, this week we had a little bit of sports, a itty bitty tiny bit of sports, at least a little bit of baseball with... I mean, obviously, you have the continuous talks between the MLB and the MLBPA. Sounds like every day I become less, um, like I believe less that is going to happen every single day. Every single proposal, I think, gets worse instead of getting better, which kind of sucks. But we did have the MLB amateur draft uh, this week and we get to talk about that a little bit today. I'm pretty excited to talk about that. Um, It's not something that I usually like to talk about just because it's so hard to get invested in players who you're not going to see in the major leagues for years and years to come, but also really cool to follow players and get to watch them be drafted and then see them make it all the way to their MLB debut. MLB debuts might be one of my favorite things in baseball, honestly. Every time you get to see a player who gets on the mound for the first time or gets to, you know, their first hit in a game. It's really, really exciting. Peter Lambert debuted last year, Jesus Tinoco. There's always really fun debuts every year. My first year I got to see Noel Cuevas, who had been a longtime friend of mine, debut. So every single year, that's like one of my most exciting things. And I do have a a cousin of mine in San Diego who is probably going to be drafted at some point next year or in the next few years as he finishes up high school pretty highly ranked player um really talented kid lefty pitcher um and so I kind of want to get into it more just for his sake because I want to understand it better and I want to um be there to support him through everything obviously um we are far apart in age but we're pretty close-knit family you know and he's pretty incredibly talented, so exciting, and it's been exciting to watch him play, even when he played, you know, Little League, um, he's been a fun player to watch, so hopefully that'll be a big moment for him, and that's probably my favorite part of just covering the draft, is seeing these kids, and they're so funny on the mic, they have no idea, like, how to answer questions, really, and I just think it's, like, awesome, because you get more of an authentic answer than, 
players who have been in the league for a long time who maybe, you know, are rehearsed or have more time practicing avoiding your questions for the media. So that's been a really exciting, fun part. I didn't think I would like about the uh, draft or I didn't think I'd like the draft just in general and covering it, but I really did like that aspect of it. Before we get into the draft as a whole and how the Rockies did, I'll give you my grade and everything for them. Um, And we'll go through a little bit of the draft picks that they made, why they made them, why I thought they were important, good or bad. Don't forget, please go check out yesterday's episode of the podcast. It was Black Lives Matter. Please take some time to check it out. It's a really cool episode hosted by other Locked On hosts that are Black in our community and, or our podcast community is what I speak mean by community there, and just really important to hear each other's stories, you guys. Like, if you are a person of color, maybe it'll encourage you to tell your stories as well. And if you're not, I really encourage you to listen to it simply for the fact that, like, these stories are not unique, which is actually quite sad. It's sad that the experiences that we've all gone through aren't unique and that they are so many. And um, it makes me just, like, so sad thinking about it even um, just about their courage that it took for them to share their stories. And hopefully it inspires people to listen and to share their own stories, their own experiences with racism. I am trying to find the courage to do that with you guys as well. But some of those stories, some of the things that I experienced are terrible things that I wouldn't want somebody else to have to go through. So finding a way to talk about them and be positive and productive and use it to move forward is really important. So let me know if you guys have a story, if you want to share a story. And of course, we're going to still continue to try to do Friday, Fan Friday, where fans come on and talk about how they became their journey to uh, Colorado, you know, being a Rockies fan. Because it's not an easy journey, I'll tell you that. Um, As most of you probably know, it is not the easiest thing in the world to be a Rockies fan. One of the toughest parts of being a Rockies fan is just trusting in our front office over the last few years and since Jeff Breidich has been uh, the GM of the Rockies, I think that there's been a lot of distrust. Um, I never personally have felt like Breidich... Breidich is super intimidating to me. I guess I can admit that to you guys because he's so well-educated. He's so smart and um, well-spoken. And so I definitely get nervous asking him questions and stuff like that. And he's never had a remark directly to a question I've asked him or even when I've been in the room necessarily, I don't think he's had a remark that's been really like hurtful or um, demeaning to media in any way. But a lot of media members, there has been quotes that have been leaked out there or from Drew Goodman's book that have really, you know, hurt media members' uh, feelings or... (laughs) Um, made them feel like unqualified for their job, according to him. And so there is a little bit of distrust, not to mention the Ian Desmond deal that he did. I don't think fans typically like Breidich. And then Nolan Arenado comes out and says that that relationship is torn, and I don't think that helped his situation at all. I don't think Jeff Breidich cares very much, though. And he had to do to draft players either way last night and the night before that. Um Obviously, the Rockies had those two picks, uh, the ninth and the 35th pick. Um, the second round was the CBA round, and we'll talk about that a little bit in a, when we get there, I guess. But interesting 
who they went with in that round, and um, I'll give you some reasons why. But the draft kind of started right off the bat. It went array in its own little way, mostly because the Marlins choose to go ahead and draft three, or their entire draft consisted of only pitchers, and they had the third um, pick, and they go ahead and draft Max Meyer, who was uh, farther down on the prospect list, I believe he was ninth on the prospect list, which would have been the Rockies pick had the draft gone as planned, right? Had everyone stayed in their typical position as planned. But instead, Meyer jumps up, Heston Kerstad jumps up as well, um, going second, and then Meyer going third. Robert Hassel, who the Rockies, we believed the Rockies had some interest in Robert Hassel, um, but he ends up getting picked eighth just before the Rockies could g- get to their pick at ninth. So maybe they did have some interest, but he's not on the table when it gets to them. He goes to the Padres at eight. And then the last two guys in that top kind of nine guys who were listed as far as top draft prospects go were Garrett Mitchell and Zach Veen. And as you guys know, they chose to go with Zach Veen, who was seventh, ranked seventh overall in draft prospect lists across many and particularly on the MLB.com top draft picks. And Mitchell was actually ranked a little bit ahead of him at six. Hey guys, Jenna Garcia here, host of your Locked on Rockies podcast. Have you guys heard of Built Bar? Because if you haven't, you need to check it out. They are the tastiest protein bars on the market today. Literally, they taste like candy. There's 16 amazing flavors and even some nut-free options. All the bars are covered in 100% chocolate and are soft and easy to chew. But best of all, Built Bars are healthy. They can help you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a tasty, delicious, chocolatey treat. They have low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Seriously, I'm not joking. They taste amazing, and they're good for you. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get $10 off your first order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. RockAuto.com is a family business, serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand's specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So, as you guys know, the Rockies had commented on wanting to specifically go after who they were, they called it like whoever's best 
left or like the best man standing is who they would draft, right? Well, according to prospect lists, it should have been Garrett Mitchell. However, they go ahead and draft Zach Veen, who is a high school player. Not We also, I did not anticipate them taking a high school player just because they haven't, um, t- they've typically drafted guys out of university positions over high school. And they end up taking Zach Veen. He's 6'4". He's a lefty outfielder from Florida. Um, We've come to find out that he's actually friends with Brendan Rodgers and Drew Butera, and they've been working out together. Rodgers speaks super highly of him. Drew Butera spoke highly of his work ethic. He slashed 500, 627, and 969 with three home runs and 17 stolen bases, 10 RBIs, and 15 run scores in 11 games this year before his season was cut short um really really strong pick I would say and I would say that the Rockies probably go ahead and call that one a win they pick the right guy out of him and Garrett Mitchell Garrett Mitchell falls to 20th ends up going to the Brewers you guys know I like the Brewers I'm always a fan of the Brewers they're a fun team to watch but I think the Rockies made the right decision with that pick there then comes the CBA round which I didn't really understand the competitive balance draft picks, but I was trying to like really get the handle of it. And it's basically only teams who have the 10 lowest revenue clubs and the 10 smallest markets are eligible to participate in the CBA round in that round. So it's usually fewer than 20 clubs because some clubs um, qualify in both lowest revenue and 10 smallest markets. And Basically, how it happens is they're eligible to an assigned pick um, in round A or round B. Round A falls as the second round of the Rule 4 draft, and round B falls between the second and the third. Um, Basically, from what I understand, that means that the Rockies are either one of the 10 lowest revenue clubs or the 10 smallest markets. And... I'm sure it's probably 10 smallest markets. Uh, that is how they exactly qualified for this one. But they go ahead and draft Drew Romo. He's a switch hitter catcher out of Texas. Um, I think the biggest thing for Drew that stood out to me in particular was uh, his work ethic. Every single article I read about him um, called him a hard worker, a field general, selfless role player. Um, which just sounds like a, a Rockies kind of guy. Uh, sounds like Tony Walters, to be honest. When I read uh, these articles about him, he just they constantly comment on his strong defense, but say that you know he still needs to work on his bat a little bit. He's further ahead with his defense. Um, seems like I think this is the earliest the Rockies have taken a catcher since like '92. So. Definitely a risk. Catchers don't really, high school catchers, you know, don't typically pan out great. They haven't, at least history hasn't gone in their favor typically, but everybody seems to think that this guy is worth that kind of risk. Um, they seem that he's to say that he's well-equipped to, equipped to make the leap to a higher level of game, and he makes really good, strong in-game decisions. He sounds just like the high school Tony Walters, if you ask me. Um, Because again, he doesn't have a ton of power, only four home runs. 
in 2019, 35 RBIs, uh, a little bit stronger, but four home runs isn't a ton of power f- since 2019, including the games that he played in 2020. So he probably still has a little bit of work there, but I wasn't disappointed in that pick. Their second round, the 46th pick of the draft, they took Chris McMahon, another McMahon, which I don't believe that they're related, (laughs) but I definitely wondered that at first. Um, He's a righty pitcher who was pretty high on draft lists, especially amongst pitchers. Um, I think there were a few other teams who were really interested in him, including uh, the Miami Marlins. And since he's at the U in Miami, you already know. uh, Well, maybe you guys don't know because if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm a U fan because I just grew up watching the U um, and it was my brother's favorite team and he played football. And so he supported my team. So I supported his team. Right. Um, But the Marlins were actually interested in taking Chris McMahon as well. He ends up coming to the Rockies. He's 6'2", a 21-year-old with a 3.28 ERA, a mid-90s fastball, sharp breaking ball. Um, he went 3-0 and undefeated this season and only had five walks in those three starts. Pretty strong there as well. And then, of course, he had a 1.05 ERA with 28 Ks over 25 and two-third innings last season. Um, Pretty, pretty strong. Oh, excuse me. That was his ERA in this season, That in those three starts, a 1.05 ERA. And his career ERA was a 3.28. So that was those 25.2 thirds innings was in those three undefeated starts that he had this season for Miami before their season was cut short. It's kind of weird because the numbers, I'm always like, what? How did that number get so low? But then you realize that the season was cut short, of course. Don't forget that part. Um, He's probably who I'm, one of the guys I'm most excited about that they drafted. I thought he was a really strong candidate. Obviously, they went ahead and they got three players in those first three picks that they exactly needed. An outfielder with a really strong bat, a a defensive catcher who has potential to be a good hitter, right? And then they went ahead and got a strong pitcher, really strong command of his fastball, good breaking ball, always want the breaking ball in Colorado. And I couldn't really, I, up until that point, I feel pretty proud of this, this draft for the Rockies. I thought they did a pretty good job assessing those players, assessing who was the best on the list for them at that time, and going with that person. Um, If they had just gone with Drew Romo, right, and not gotten Bean or McMahon, I probably would have drafted or would have scored them a little bit lower in this draft because I do think Bean and McMahon are pretty strong picks. And Romo seems to have the heart to be a strong pick, right? But one thing we know for sure in baseball is that it doesn't matter where you're picked whatsoever. Most guys who go in the first round aren't necessarily the most successful guys. It doesn't really matter. It really matters just how you continue to develop, how you continue to grow over time. And that's probably the most important thing. Um, Veen, Romo, McMahon, they all seem like they have made huge strides and continue to make improvements. I would say McMahon is probably closer to being like ready, MLB ready. But um, 
I'm really excited to see what Veen can bring to the minor league system. And of course, like if that continued, that power continues in each uh, level as he grows, he could be a really strong candidate, a really strong player for this team, which (laughs) could just come at the perfectly right time, right? You have guys like David Dahl filling in some of the gaps in the outfield, but Charlie Blackman um, has dropped off the last couple seasons, especially his arm. Hopefully he'll get an opportunity to DH and maybe take a little less toll on his body in the future here. But first, we need to have a season. And by the looks of that, it ain't happening this year, guys. I think everyone should just start wrapping their mind around, it ain't happening. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Locked On Rockies podcast on your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Don't forget to follow me, Jenna Garcia, at Vida Viva Diva on Twitter and Instagram. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.